When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What are you irrationally afraid of? In other words, if you tell your friends you're afraid of it, you fully expect they're going to make a little bit of fun of you. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer did the morning show this morning. He'll be back with us tomorrow. Holly and I are hanging out with you till 3 o'clock today. Okay, so this is what made me think of this. I had to laugh at the story, but also can confess that I probably would behave similarly. So this woman uh, tells this story. She's from uh, Harrington Park, New Jersey. And she tells a story about this creepy clown doll that looks like Pennywise. Oh, we all float down here. And this looks like a, well, I don't know what what it is. Anyway, it was, it's a creepy clown doll that looks like Pennywise from it that inexplicably flew into her backyard. Okay. So she tells a story that it looks like the clown from it. It's a doll. Um, She says, I happened to be looking up. We saw the object come out of the sky. She and her boyfriend were sitting uh, by the pool on Saturday afternoon. This dropped beside her fence. Um, And she said it came from too high to have been thrown by somebody and it didn't fall through the tree branches that cover the backyard. So they have no idea where it came from. And she said it was really scary, so scary that she uh, burned it and then slept with a knife. (laughs) 651-641-1071. What are you irrationally afraid of? So afraid, in fact, that if you told your friends... You might be a little bit embarrassed. You might get teased for it. Uh, this woman was irrationally afraid of this creepy clown doll that ended up in her backyard. I get it. I do too because I'm terrified of clowns. That's okay. I want to. I want to pick at your brain a little bit, yeah. Colleen. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of clowns. You would be I, well, well, if you had an experience like I did. Do you well, not know this experience? The doctor is in. Oh, you haven't right heard now. this story. This is Bradley's. No favorite story (laughs) and i say that this about the irrational fear of clowns as a person who grew up in a circus themed bedroom with a giant clown head that looked like it was mounted on my bedroom wall that would stare at me every night while i tried to go to sleep okay that's terrible and you're not afraid of clowns i am not so go ahead okay well when i was a teenager i was driving i'd like just learned how to drive and i was um I was at a stoplight in St. Paul. I remember I was like near McAllister, I think, or Hamlin, one of those universities. It doesn't matter. It's not a detail that matters. But I was at the stoplight and I looked over at the car next to me and there was somebody in full clown regalia. 
like full like makeup nose outfit the whole like Wig. a clown like coming from their clowning gig. Oh. Okay, which that didn't scare me. I just was like, "Oh, that's neat. That's a clown." And they flashed a gun at me and said, mouthed the words, "I'll kill you." Oh no. I don't mean to that laugh because that actually terrifying. happened. Oh no. Come and me. I was um I was like in the right lane and they were to the left of me. And I just like quick turned the corner. I didn't even notice. Like I didn't even look to see if there were cars because I was like a gun just or a clown just drew a gun in a lovely neighborhood. I don't mean to laugh because that's very serious. I know. I'm laughing because yes, your fear of clowns is warranted. Is warranted and it's justified. It's not just that you watched the movie It. Back in the day Which, when you were not of age to watch it and it scared you. And I was already scared of clowns, you know, of Pennywise clowns. But then I sort of did the whole rational thing where I was like, well, you know, they're not really like that. They like, you know, bring happiness to children. Yeah, they're fine. not you, that one. He's not playing ping pong games and you win archway cookies with Mm-mm. that one. Oh, my gosh. Well, you, so you're. Fear is not irrational. Your fear is justified. I feel like that one is justified once you hear the story. But I do have irrational fears. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's your weird irrational fear? Um, because I'm afraid of clowns, mm-hmm. but I'm also afraid of wind turbines. That's another thing I'm terrified. Oh yeah, of. that's that is your thing. Yeah, I'm for that type of wind energy. I'm just afraid Yay. of the turbines. Planet Earth. Are you afraid that they're going to explode? That there's going to be a rogue blade that's going to come lot for of, you? I've got an active imagination. I'm just yeah. afraid a lot of things could happen. Yeah. I just also feel like when you're in the country and everything is really flat and then you see one of those things, it just feels very jarring. You see what I mean? It's like nature, 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 machine, and it's just really big and scary. Nope. Okay. See? Irrational. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Holly, what are you irrationally afraid of? <laughs> Since it's now just the, <laughs> it's the therapy between irra- the two of us. Irrationally uh, scared of things. But my fear, the one thing that happens, and I actually thought about this maybe within the past week, is that I don't like driving over bridges. Uh-huh. You know, I think that's normal, but yes. But to me, it's like, well, okay, but I, it, it's the fact that I'm driving over this thing mm-hmm. and that it makes my legs go numb. And then I start to think, well, you're driving and that's not good because guess how you operate a vehicle? With your legs. It's with your legs. And then what would happen? I'm I'm excellent at catastrophizing. And so then it goes irrational. But I'll Welcome tell you... in the club. <laughs> but I'll tell you that my fear is rooted... Also in media, when mm. I think I've talked about this before, but it was back in the 1989 earthquake in San Francisco that happened. And there was a made for TV movie about a freeway in San Francisco. It used to be double decker and it smashed on itself like a sandwich. Yes. And then there was a weird made for TV movie about it where they were trying to get people out of their cars. Oh. And then it's like, oh, yeah, but there's no sandwich bridges here. Yeah. Fine. I I have that exact same sensation though of your legs going numb um, when I'm like when I'm high up, right? So like in a high skyscraper or even on an elevator when I know that there's no earth below me 
I have that exact same sensation oh, where yeah. my legs go numb. Oh, yeah. 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 That's Yay. like a physiological fear. That's not like just in your head. That's like your whole body is. But it's all from a made for TV movie. So really, That's it is hilarious. like in my head. It's so it started there <laughs> it and then it took there. residence in your body. Yeah. Is that Charles on the line? Yeah. Hi, Charles. Do you have uh, an irrational fear? Yes, I have an irrational fear. What is it? As a kid, our, my house was broken into and my mother was asleep, right? Yes. So uh, somebody breaking in my house and hurting my kids. See? That's my, that's my irrational fear. But and, I don't feel like that's irrational because, again, it comes from, like, an actual experience. Right. But, but that's, my, that's my fear. I get, I get out of my mind, basically. I just I, I go blank. Yes. I get it. Thank you, Charles. Yeah, see, so often those those fears that you that other people might think are irrational are actually based on a real thing that you actually experienced on some level, and you know, and you can totally catastrophize. So what we're saying is there really is no irrational fear, and that it's all rooted in something. Wow, where people, are PhDs? Well, thank you. Um, also, I watched a lot of Maury Povich. Chris is on the line. Hi, Chris. What's your strange irrational fear? parking ramps really why i'm always afraid something's going to happen and they're going to collapse and i'm going to be stuck inside of them i get it because they're very like because they're all stacked on top of each other and there's like Mm -hmm. open sides to many of them and you can just imagine them just crumbling and just sorry i'm not helping right now (laughs) no i'll i'll walk a mile before i'll park in one of those really Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank oh, you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. We did get a couple of tweets on this. Uh, Kate said that she's terribly afraid of walking or running in wet flip-flops. Oh, oh. Terrified Kate. that she's going to slip. She said it's so dumb, but it gives me anxiety just thinking about Girl, it. <laughs> let me tell you what. I wore flip-flops to work today, and it was a torrential downpour when I walked in. Yeah. I feel you. No. It's not comfortable. It's a, it's, you feel don't feel sure-footed. Colleen said to me. Yes, this is true. This morning, I said, Colleen, do you want to go and do a little show prep in the place where we do our show prep? She's like, no, I just want to sit because my feet are wet. And they were soaking wet. I you thought, don't want to walk. You don't want to go up and down stairs like that. You could fall, fall and kill yourself. Uh, also, Allison says her irrational fear is that her tire blows up in her face when she's putting air in it at the gas station. Okay, that makes. I'm sorry, that's not funny because, Allison, it's real to you. But that's kind of funny to me. I've never thought of that before. No, I will. Now don't worry about it. It. Now we have all shared our irrational fears with each other, and hopefully we will not uh, internalize them yes. and spread them on to other people. But you know what the problem is? I will be internalizing all of everybody else's fears. So congratulations. We all have new neuroses. Yay! All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, ah, the winner of the friendliest state in America. Guess what? It's us. But Holly's taking issue with it. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Well, the winner of the friendliest state in America has been announced, and guess what? It's us. And Holly's taking issue with it. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, is uh, taking a nap. He has been doing the morning show, uh, and so he'll be back with us tomorrow. But Holly and I are here together. And Holly, we love it when we make the top of a list in Minnesota. Yeah. Yay! It's very exciting when on a national scale, the state of Minnesota, which is a great state. Yes, we We love it. We love it. And we like to let everyone know that we love it. So here's a new poll 
Uh, this is from this website, Big 7 Travel. I'm going to let you know that they pulled their social audience of 1.5 million people. So they just went to Instagram, Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, and mm-hmm. asked people, what are the friendly estates in the United States? I love this. And Minnesota. Yes. It's number one. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. Awesome. Now, what the heck are you taking issue with? But are we the friendliest? Yes. The friendliest. Okay. Define friendly. <laughs> That's what I mean. What does this even mean? Friendly. I would say that maybe we're polite. Yeah, I think that's a friendly quality. Also, knowing that this is on a social media polling, did we just like, since we have one thing to be proud of about being Minnesotan, yay us, Mm -hmm. is that we like to vote and we like to show up. Yes. So could this be disproportionately off in as much as like we have pride in Minnesota and so we came out in droves to Uh, vote for Minnesota. I see what you mean. Like we were like, we're nice. Check us out. Yeah. But like friendliest to me, it's like, well, because we have the name Minnesota nice. Yes. Is it Minnesota nice or is it Minnesota like, I'm not going to tell you what's actually on my mind and I'm just going to stifle all of my mean feelings. Okay. You're so funny. Okay. So here's what, here's my take on this. First of all, I honestly think people, the, when people come around to the fact that we are, this is the truth about Minnesota. Minnesota is like the Jan Brady of the United States. Okay. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha's pretty. She's over on the West Coast. She's California. She's mm-hmm. so pretty. And then Cindy's so cute. She's so cute and fun. And like she's on the East Coast. Yeah. She's Jan's- like Twee Nashville, yeah. cute bachelorette parties, right. et cetera. Minnesota is the Jan Brady right in the middle. And we're just like, yeah, Marsha's so pretty and Cindy's so cute. And we're just Jan. The truth of it is, like, we know all of the internal amazing qualities that make us so great. But we're pretty sure the rest of the world doesn't see them. And so we get really like we've got this like weird pride thing. However, we're always trying to show people our best. We don't want them. We're a little suspicious of them, but we're going to show them our best. So when people come from Marsha Brady land or Cindy Brady land to come and visit us, we're nice. We're like, we're going to be hospitable. The people who don't, who have come around to the fact or noticed that we're maybe a little bit passive aggressive, we're not as like, we're friendly, but not friends. When people realize that, it's when they've transplanted themselves here and they're here for a long period of time. So I suppose that's the thing between being friendly and actually like being a friend. Yes. So in that way, we turned out to let everyone know that we think that we're the friendliest because I bet you if we looked at the analytics of this voting, most of the votes came from Minnesota. Most of the votes came from Minnesota Yeah, because we love our state or, 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 or consider that we just had the the, uh, Super Bowl here and a lot of people from a lot of different places came to visit us. And I'm pretty sure they shared about it on social media and said things like, I was just in Minnesota. Oh my gosh. Everybody's so nice. Right. Cause we show everybody our best. When they come in to visit. Do you think that they were saying that with kind intentions or pejorative intentions? Well, I struggle with that because I do (laughs) sometimes feel like, you know, it's like, oh, I went to Minnesota and everybody's just so nice. Like, yeah, maybe there's a little pejorative tone to that. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I do. I, I do know this, though. There is a pride in Minnesota. I've been 
I've lived here my entire life, born and raised right here. In, in fact, I've barely ever lived in anywhere but the good old 612. Okay? Represent. I love it here. Represent. <laughs> People misunderstand what Minnesota is when you go other places. They have a huge knowledge gap of like what Minnesota is. I'll never forget. I have a friend who went to school on the East Coast. And when I go visit her in uh, Washington, D.C. at her college, her university, her friends who lived, who were largely from the East Coast would say things like, do you have a cow? And I'd be like, I live in a metropolitan area. And then they would double down on it. But doesn't everybody in Minnesota have a cow? And I found it interesting, first of all, that that was the assumption that we all had cows. Not sure where that came from. Yeah, because here's the thing. Cows live in all the states. Yeah, there's cows cows everywhere. And I thought it was really interesting the way they said it. Like there was something wrong with me because I lived in Minnesota and might have a cow. And I was like, I'm pretty sure your state has farms, too. Also, I don't have a cow and I don't know why I'm defending this. (laughs) But the point is this. A lot of times they've never been to Minnesota. So Mm -hmm. they've got an idea of what Minnesota is without having ever visited. But I do feel like we show our best when people come in. It's when they stay that we get suspicious. <laughs> it's when you stay longer than 30 days. I'm just going to be real about it. <laughs> but see, is that, proud but that, is, that friend, is that being friendly, though, then? Yes. That suspicion, is that friendly? Yes. No, it's not. But people don't know that. So we keep it quiet. I find it really interesting that like we're the only Midwestern state in like, the top four, five. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, go us. Go then. us, indeed. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. So we'll tell you about them after this. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers, napping. He did the morning show. He'll be back with us tomorrow. Holly Roberts and I are taking you to 3 o'clock. We've got a name for these dumb people doing dumb things, and it's crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. Crazy Stupid Idiots. They're everywhere. They're to your right. They're to your left. And hopefully when you are looking in the mirror, there's not one locking eyes with you. (laughs) Oftentimes we find these crazy stupid idiots in the state of... Florida. Florida. Yeah. We're not going to Florida, Colleen. (gasps) Where are we going? We're going to Kenosha, Wisconsin. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. We get some cheese curds. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Uh, this is just a, they're really not, there's not a specific crazy, stupid idiot involved in this, but I just want to give out a general um, public service announcement Got it. Cool. because we're still in summer and it's warm outside. Mm-hmm. And Colleen, if you have not been paying attention, this summer is the summer of hard seltzer. Yes, it is. If you have gone to your local liquor store at all this summer, if you've been out on a lake, if you've been anywhere, it is super popular. Specifically, White Claw Hard Cider Seltzer. There's data that consumption is up almost 200% just in this year alone. Yes. You're having your White Claw summer. Yeah. And it's become memeable now. And apparently, there's a meme that goes with drinking and consuming White Claws. I don't Uh, know anything about this. uh, The saying goes, Colleen. Yeah? 
Ain't no laws when you're cl- drinking claws. Oh, there's a huge cult following. You can find people on Instagram that have dedicated their whole content stream to consuming white claws. You know what say? This is all new to me right now. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Smash those claws. Wreck those claws, Colleen. Come on. Well, I'm here to tell you there are still laws when you're smashing like uh, white claws. White claws, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you still have to yeah. follow the rules. <laughs> you have to follow the, the rules. And it's gotten so bad. People's drinking of white claws has gotten so bad that the Kenosha, Wisconsin Police Department has actually issued a statement regarding the consumption of these beverages because y'all people are out of control. Uh, <laughs> so, what did they say? So they put up on their Facebook account yesterday. Recently, we've heard the saying going around, ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Well, we're here to remind you that even when you're drinking white claws, laws still do apply. Remember to drink responsibly and never drink and drive. Oh my gosh. They had to remind people to not drink white claws while they're driving. Yeah. And also just to obey the laws in general. Follow general laws. There are laws when you're drinking claws. I think that we should have like the opposite <laughs> slogan. Remember, there, there are, are laws, laws when you're, when you're drinking, drinking claws. claws. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah. It's, Kenosha. It's Kenosha, Wisconsin. You it, can do it, better. Like when you go around, just be on the lookout the next time you're out anywhere at any kind of gathering. And notice how many people are either drinking White Claws. There's a couple of other brands. Truly, I think, is Truly one of them. Truly is one of them. And then we talked last, was it last week that we were talking about the Four loco on Friday? Yeah, we talked about that with the umpty foo percentage of alcohol content in that. That I mean, is going to mess you up. I just want to yes. let you know right now. Do not light a match anywhere near that. Or just your body. Yeah. Because it's just going to be secreting wow. out of you. You're going to be Four loco secretions coming out. That's nuts. And I say that. Did you drink Four loco back in the day? No, I never did. And half a four loco once. And did it just put you on your behind? I mean, there were just some things that happened, (laughs) and I just want to let everyone know. I want everyone to know that the laws are particularly applicable all the time, but especially when you may be consuming that four four loco hard seltzer with like the 14% alcohol. Noted. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Is not the case. Not the case. Just a friendly reminder. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, our next crazy stupid idiot is from Indiana. Woohoo! Okay, so I don't condone throwing anything out your car window while you're driving. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, but I see it happen all the time. Oftentimes, it's cigarette butts, right? That somebody like puts out their window, the wind catches it, and it smashes the car behind you, right? You guys are going to start a forest fire that way. Do you want to make Smokey the Bear cry? Thank you. Um, Usually that's what I see people, though, dropping out of their windows, their car windows, and I don't think it's okay, right? Not okay. Right. Um, But this guy in Indiana, he threw something out his window. I can't say I've ever seen before, and I'm fine with it. Unfortunately, when he threw this thing out the window, the person behind him was a cop. Okay. And the thing that he threw out his window while he was driving was a dirty diaper. Ew. Right? Can you imagine what that looked like when it smashed on the windshield behind it? Was it fully loaded? I don't know what material was inside of it, but I can tell you from experience. um, One time I was trying to throw a diaper away in the garbage 
and it missed. And it was a particularly heavy one and it fell on the floor and burst. (laughs) And the beads that are inside are a rotten mess to clean up. So here's what I'm imagining. The beads? They're like beads. So when they get wet, like in the pampers. In the in-between of the pampers. They're like these little beads. I know it's weird. So the whole diaper burst apart. Yeah, it just like explodes, because and then there's these little wet beads everywhere, fully loaded, and then just smash like a Gallagher stand-up. Kind of, yeah. Oh. So the guy throws the dirty diaper out of his car window. It hits the cop car. Oh, the cop immediately pulls the guy over. He sees the baby in the back seat. The guy wouldn't, but the guy would not admit that he had thrown the diaper out the window. I get it. I wouldn't either. No, he said, and this is what makes him a double crazy stupid idiot because the first thing is that he threw a diaper out the window. The second thing is his excuse. He said the wind had blown the dirty diaper out the window. A dirty diaper. Now, Holly, I know this. You've got nephews. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm, they're not particularly airborne ever. No, they're a heavy experience. Yeah, they're not aerodynamic. No, not sure it blew out the window. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the guy was given a ticket for littering. Uh, Sergeant Stephen uh, W. Wheels. Oh my gosh, his name is Sergeant Stephen Wheels. Eh. Uh, he said uh, littering is always bad. Littering by throwing a used diaper out the car window right in front of a police officer is asking for a ticket, especially when the diaper hits said police officer's car. There are several questions Mm -hmm. that need to be asked with this and that I would be concerned about. Because if you got a dirty diaper in the car, Mm -hmm. I hope to goodness that they weren't changing the baby while the car was in motion. That's a really good question. Because it's not like you had this diaper on you and you were carrying around this bomb for 30 minutes. No. Or maybe he was and he was like, I can't handle the smell anymore. And that's what... Pull over and then dump out the diaper. And then you'll be fine. Light a match. Light some Palo Santo because it probably got stank in there. It's summer right now. Mm -hmm. Things fester. I can I just say this is my PSA and then we have to move on to the next crazy stupid idiot. I've noticed an alarming absence of garbage cans at drive-through windows and it's very upsetting to me. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed this? I have not been to a drive-through like and- a coffee shop or I like to drive through the coffee shop because I can't be bothered to get out of my car to get my coffee. I get it. And you know, I usually have some junk in the car and I like to use that as my opportunity to clean the junk out. All I'm saying is, it's hard to pull over and throw something away these days. You have to go into places and find garbage cans. Well, maybe this person felt just as frustrated. I maybe I know they, that's what I'm saying. So, like on the one hand, I'm on this, but never litter. But also, if the thing stunk, like what are you going to do? Hold your breath. Sorry, I'm giving everybody the benefit of the doubt. Let's let's move on to another crazy stupid. Well, idiot. we don't have to give this crazy stupid idiot the benefit of the okay. doubt. Well, she we, she tried to get the benefit of the the doubt, but that's not happening. So uh, we're ending up in Florida. Oh, we're okay. going to Fort Pierce, Florida. I knew we, we'd get there some point. Yay! And we have to talk about a woman named Danielle. Mm-hmm. And Danielle uh, found herself at the St. Lucie County Jail, and she needed to have a search. And she was asked if she had any drug or weapons on her that would result in a charge of maybe uh, smuggling some contraband into a detention center. But she said no. She's like, look, I don't have anything on me. Mm-hmm. You, I'm already here at the jail. Just leave me alone. Uh, she was brought to this jail and she was asked again if she had weapons or drugs or whether she may be pregnant. Now, she said, you know, I don't have weapons. I don't have drugs. But I might be pregnant. 
Okay. Okay. So you don't need to search me. Like I'm, I might be sensitive right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, unfortunately for her, Danielle, she was not very convincing. Uh, I mean, do they not search you if you say you're pregnant? Is that what she was gambling on? Because I, I think, think they still so. search you. I, this is crazy, stupid, idiot logic. This is and true. I think Danielle might have been on some controlled substances. Yeah. Uh, so she went into a body scanner because they didn't want to be invasive. Oh, okay. You know, hey, I might, I have nothing anywhere, but I might be pregnant. So they're like, fine. But then they did a body scan and something was up in nature's pocket. Okay. And, it, and it wasn't a baby. And it wasn't a baby. Uh-oh. It was a vial with uh, cocaine in it. Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. When are they going to learn? You guys, <laughs> they get in there. You they, cannot smuggle in nature's pocket. Yeah, half a crack pipe with uh, cocaine on it. Tested oh, for positive for cocaine. Uh, but the uh, the nice cherry on top of the story is... No pun intended. Uh-huh. Is that uh, the T.C. Palm reports that... It's really unclear why Danielle had the crack pipe in her private parts. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, oh, it's I, it's pretty clear to me because she wasn't supposed to have the crack pipe at all. Because it's nature's pocket. That's why she had to hide it somewhere. You have to. Yeah, you use the things that you have in times of need. And Danielle was going to the county jail, and in her time of need, she needed to shove a crack pipe up in nature's pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but. Just know, should you ever find yourself in need of using nature's pocket, it'll get found. Yeah. It's going to get it's found. It's always going to get found, no matter what you do. 100% of the time. Yeah, all the time. By the way, Danielle was charged with possession of cocaine, possession mm. and or use of drug, drug equipment, driving with a suspended license, sm- smuggling contraband into a det- uh, detention facility, and resisting an officer without violence. Oh, she sounds like fun. So, you know, when they're going to search your pocket... Just mm-hmm. let them search your pocket, I guess. Sometimes. Or just don't put or anything in the pocket. Just don't put anything in the pocket. How about we all just behave? Mm-hmm. There are laws yeah. when you drink white claws. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> and keep your diapers in your cars. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show at 245 every single day, we play a little game. That game is called the Throwback Live. And we're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.